forward the message. Emily has to write a memo to the staff about the company's plans for direct deposit. Before she starts writing, she checks her understanding of her audience's attitude by talking with Bill. It's really incredible how much direct deposit can actually save the company. I, mean, I know that people like to get a check in their hands, but maybe if they understand the advantages and the cost savings, they'll be willing to sign up. To most effectively communicate your point, you must keep in mind how the audience feels about your message, like Emily did, by recognizing the objections some might have to direct deposit. Once you've determined your audience's attitude, you can decide what to say and how to say it so your message is appropriate to that attitude. Your audience is likely to fall into one of three categories, friendly, indifferent, or hostile. If you're writing to a friendly audience, you're starting from a good position. Your reader shares your interest, so you should use a friendly, conversational tone. If, however, your audience is indifferent, you'll need to focus on what's in it for them. You must grab their interest before they will consider your message. And if the audience is hostile, find common ground. Focus on how your message fits with their beliefs and desires. Then point out how what you're asking for will benefit them. Let's check in on Emily's memo about the direct deposit plan. Her audience probably isn't hostile, but some may be indifferent. So based on our conversation, I'll point out that if enough people sign up for direct deposit, the company will save enough money to maintain our benefits at the current level. If they don't, the company's going to have to find another way to save money. To capture her audience's interest, she focused on what's in it for them. The next step in planning your message is to determine the purpose of your message. While you may have more than one purpose, it's important to clearly understand what you want to accomplish. Three of the most common purposes are to inform, persuade, and propose. Rick, who we met earlier, wants to inform his customers about a product upgrade. So he needs to present the facts clearly in a writing style that fits their knowledge level. He also needs to persuade them to buy. So he'll need to touch on how the product benefits the audience. He should include supporting evidence about the product. They need to trust his message. Bill, on the other hand, is suggesting to his boss a way to shorten order processing time. His purpose is to propose an idea. So he needs to identify the problem and recommend a way to solve it. And he must tie the proposal to his boss's need to boost productivity and profits. The last part of planning your message is to determine the length of your message. Ask yourself these three questions. One, how much does the audience already know? This will determine how much background information you need to include. Two, what should they know? This is the main point of your message. And three, what else might they want to know? This should include any additional information that answers questions the audience is likely to ask. Cover only these three points. Don't go into any more detail than necessary. After carefully planning your message, you're ready for the next step in effective writing, getting it all down. Fear, inertia, and lack of organization, such as not knowing where to begin, are the most common obstacles to getting started. You can overcome fear by remembering that you are writing to express an idea, not to impress anyone. Mm -hmm. 
At this point in the writing process, no one will judge your writing. Early drafts of your work are for your eyes only. So just start writing. Don't worry about making it perfect now, because you're going to edit and polish later. Getting something down is the important step. If simple inertia, not fear, is your problem, try to dedicate a specific block of time to writing. Avoid distractions and commit yourself to just writing. If you're still stuck, here are three techniques you can use to help you get started. The first one is to explain to a friend or coworker what you want to write. Try to give a concise summary in just a few sentences. Saying it out loud will help you formulate your message and help you focus on the key points. The second trick is to begin in the middle, or anywhere for that matter. Once a part of your message is on paper, it's easier to see which thoughts should come